I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener and another episode of Women's Work with Plants in the Rogue Valley. I'm talking with a variety of extraordinary local women who are increasing access to gardens, gardening plants, or healthy garden food. Today, I'm talking with Rihanna Symes, co-director of Cultivate Oregon, a woman-led nonprofit project aimed at supporting and incentivizing regenerative agriculture, building local seed and food system resiliency, and increasing organic farming throughout the state. Hi, Rihanna. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. I'm so happy to be here. Well, it's so nice to talk to you again. We figured out it's been five years, so it's been way too long. In that interim, you sure have been a busy lady. It's true, yeah, from our connection at the OSU Master, at the Master Gardener program, we've had two wonderful children and boy, the world has changed in five years, that's for sure. It sure has. So I wanna talk about your latest endeavor, Cultivate Oregon. Tell us all about it, it sounds very exciting. Yeah, so as, um, as you mentioned, part of our goals are to build local seed and food system resiliency. So we, part of our projects um, involve helping people to access seeds. When, we, when COVID-19 hit, it really brought to the forefront some of the weaknesses and challenges in our local food system. And one of those was that there was a huge nationwide run on seeds where people they were purchasing something 400 percent of the amount of seeds that had been purchased in years prior and so, right i had trouble um, finding seeds too yeah they're it they weren't available and moreover with the you know all of the challenges that we're facing with the economic challenges water shortages the smoke it has really brought to the forefront the importance of using locally adapted seeds. Mm -hmm. That it's really amazing that in a plant's life cycle, as it grows, those seeds actually retain the information of water, climate, insect pests, and how to thrive under those conditions. And so when we actually use locally adapted seeds, we, it helps set us up for better success. So both for home gardeners and for farmers. And so Cultivate Oregon started a program called Seeds to the People, where we were mailing donated seeds to low-income and underserved audiences across the state, because we knew that in order for people and families to be resilient in these challenging times, they must, they have to have access to seeds to grow their own food, to support pollinators, and to, and for beauty and, you know, for the overall ecosystem. So we had seeds donated from the, um, the National Co-op Garden Movement. And we also had um, rescued some seeds that were destined for the dumpster, actually. And so we were mailing these seeds 
to folks who identified that they had a need and we were making them available also through local seed swaps. But if people, you know, if any of your listeners out there are saying, gosh, you know, I could really use some seeds to support my garden and my family, um, cultivate Oregon and seeds to the people, you know, you can Google that and it comes right up. So that's an option. Um, but it just, you know, Rhonda really brought to the forefront of, you know, as these systems in our culture start to break down and we start to see um, the holes and the gaps, it really, I think that it really brought to the forefront uh, the importance of people continuing to grow their own food, to take, to see their part in the local food system and to take action. And seeds are that amazing bridge where seeds are both our past and our future. And it literally is our key to survival. And I really like the way you're emphasizing locally grown seeds. So many people don't understand the importance of using locally grown seeds to, you know, to support local seed growers but also because those are the seeds that are adapted to do well in our gardens. So it just makes perfect sense. And, and the science is amazing. The science is reflecting those values, again, in those local adaptations that every, and this is something that I knew from my study of botany, but as I've deepened my connection to seeds myself and seeing that every year, Plants are constantly kind of gathering the information from their environment and passing that on to their seeds for success. So every year we grow and plant our own seeds, they actually have more and more information that will help them thrive. Again, directly related to water, to climate, to pest pressure, to the soil. And so it really has been this call to action around everyone saving their own seeds, no matter how small, no matter how few, that really helping to empower people to say, to access seeds that are readily available, but then to start to save seeds and bring that back into kind of our, the fiber of our being and kind of our cultural um, framework for seeing, for gardening and seeing abundance all around us. And seeds are such a great, you know, very tangible um, piece there and linkage that, you know, we want to tap back into. I think another important aspect of your work has been offering a forum for sharing seeds through your seed swaps. Yes, that has been, and that is such an ancient way. You know, that is the ancient way that we all, that as people, we always related like that. People have always been growing their own seed and bring because seeds are so abundant that they have they give us more than we even need. And so we, people have always been coming together and sharing their seeds, planting those in their garden, sharing again the next year. And so it really felt like this continuation of our heritage, all of our heritage, no matter where we come from. That's always been part of kind of the human nature of sharing seeds. Just this last Saturday, we hosted an event. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah, this um, 
we, uh, last Saturday, we hosted an event called Sowing Seeds of Hope for talent in Phoenix areas who were burned, you know, devastated by the wildfire. And so we came together for a fall seed swap. We always sponsor, Cultivate Oregon helps to sponsor um, a spring seed swap that often happens in Ashland. We've moved the location a couple of times, but so spring seed swap if folks are interested. But this fall event and um, seed swap, we actually came together to share seeds, especially with folks who have lost their homes or whose properties and landscapes have been devastated by fire. Um, and so we made seed balls to then redistribute into the burned areas. And it was such a powerful metaphor, Rhonda, because I had um, gone out and had seeds donated and we had local seed growers there. And so we arrived with several boxes of seeds and what was so beautiful and such an important metaphor in these times is that as people came and they were taking as many seeds as they wanted, there was no limit. People take whatever you want and people brought their seeds that at the end of the event, I actually left with more seeds than when I arrived. Wow! And I feel like that that's the ethic that seeds teach us that from one seed a plant grows and then thousands of seeds follow. And it was just this beautiful metaphor that I think that many people across the country and in Oregon are really embracing is that when we all share, we all have enough. And that, um, that there truly is the abundance to feed the people um, who need to be fed. And we just need to make sure that they have access to seeds and food. Right. Um, and what's been so beautiful about the seed swap is to hear people's stories about their seeds, about these were the lupin that my great aunt Betty planted that were by her kitchen window. And I remember them, you know, to have that, the story infused with, you know, that kind of exchange um, was just really heartwarming and really beautiful. And we ended up making a lot of seed balls and then tossing them into the burned area near the greenway. Well, tell me um, more about these Phoenix. seed balls. How, how do you, what, how are you doing yeah. a seed ball? <laughs> Yes, yeah, seed balls are so fun. So it's kind of like a little time capsule. It's a little like time release seed um, ecology experience where you're, you take your seeds, you mix them into a bowl, you add um, one part soil, native soil or compost for kind of the microbiome. You wanna make sure you've got those soil microbes there ready to be of service. And then also some clay and a little water. So you're literally mixing these things, making these seed balls um, and they form into balls. And then so that actually protects the seed from predation. So it protects the seeds from birds, it protects them from rodents, other things that would eat the seed if you just toss them on the soil surface. The clay also acts as a um, barrier for, so it helps the seeds not dry out. So that then when the rains come or there's adequate moisture, it kind of dissolves or disperses that clay and soil. And then the seeds have what they need right there to germinate. Wow, what and a so, terrific idea. It's so, and it's so fun and so tangible. And just to see people connecting with seeds, touching them, appreciating them, rolling those, those seed balls in their hands and you know, our hope is that near some of the burned areas that will have sunflowers and fava beans and a pumpkin trailing around and calendula and just, you know, as both a tangible um, 
both as a tangible kind of impact, but also as this metaphor of, you know, from the ashes, new life, you know, shall spring forth. And that's what we're doing in our communities. We're taking the best of what we have in a hard time and we're creating something beautiful together that brings us hope for the future. And it was just, it was great to see some of the local seed growers out there. They contributed and so stay tuned. We're hoping that between Talon and Phoenix, there's going to be some beautiful volunteers popping up um, this fall and spring. I can't wait to see them. Now I know that the pandemic has probably slowed things down a little bit, but are you still planning on having a spring sweet uh, seed swap? We are, we really, you know, we did, we did host one in March and because we felt like it was an essential service in the community, we didn't have kind of the music and play that we've had at other seed swaps, but we really felt, you know, and frankly, in this time of, that feels like the apocalypse, what we felt like, what is something that we can have, what is a way that we can have impact? And I kept looking around my barn and seeing all these boxes of seeds and it was just really calling to me and to others in our community of saying, we have to put these seeds in the hands of people who need them and make them available. And so we consider that an essential service for our community. We did wear, we did um, encourage people to wear masks and we certainly wanted to gather safety safely and certainly not be part of the problem be part of the solution and so um yes in the spring um we will have a spring seed swap and so that's something to look forward to for your listeners okay now one thing that i've noticed about cultivate oregon i've checked out the website is that you partner with so many different programs that are involved in um, resiliency and sustainability and I, i just think that that's a wonderful way to to bring people with like minds together. Can you talk a little bit about your partners? Yeah, that's great. And also to show that agriculture can be a solution, that agriculture and gardening both is a solution to the current climate um, insanity that we're seeing. It's a solution to the grief and anxiety we're all feeling. It's a solution, healthy food certainly is one of the most important you know, ways to heal many of the current health issues that are happening, you know, that are systemic. So we really feel like that cultivating partnerships is part of what we want to do, that we don't want to do everything ourselves, but we actually see ourselves as part of this intricate web of important services for the food system, for farmers, for gardens, and that we really want to step forth as a leader in those areas so that we are um, helping to really create a pathway towards regenerative agriculture and regenerative gardening so that that is accessible to people, but also to continue the education around um, protecting our seeds and what need, what we, how we can all really come, come together to support our local food system. So we do have many partners across the state and um, we really try to show up in that way that we, that together we're stronger. And I think that many of us feel that we're watching, you know, we're watching that it actually, these local, that local impacts matter, the local partnerships and that 
part of what I learned from, you know, being evacuated from the fire and the whole trauma of that time was that so much of our wealth comes down to our relationships and that it's really in our relationships that we can thrive and help each other. And so it's in that kind of spirit of mutual aid and um, connectedness that we, that we flourish and cultivate Oregon as an organization really holds that ethic and, you know, really tries to show up in that way. And part of another program that we're supporting is through the Medford Library, um, that as the libraries kind of ramp back up in capacity, that we'll have a seed library so that people can come get seeds with the hope that they'll save seeds and bring some back. Um, and so that's a program that's exciting that's hopefully going to make seeds more accessible. I and really also, love that idea, Ryan. I just think that, so that, that revolutionizes the whole idea of a library. Why can't it be for seeds as well as for books? It's great. Yes, and that the infrastructure, the cards, you know, it's all kind of the same size. And the Medford Library has been so supportive. And so as things get a little uh, easier to manage, you know, we'll be stepping back into that and also access um, who runs the food bank, they have a mobile pantry where they drive around to different areas so that folks can access local produce. We'll also have a small um, little seed library in that mobile food pantry. Um, so we're really working hard to help get the locally grown seeds in the hands of folks who wanna grow local food. And that's really what Cultivate Oregon is working on is saying, you know, let's, let's close the loop here. And because there's so much abundance there. And um, I just want to really encourage each of your listeners and your readers to save your seeds, you know, and that as you start down that journey, not only does it deepen your connection with the plants and your garden and the seasons and the rhythm of, you know, the natural environment, but it helps to bring back something that it almost that's deep in our DNA, that is, that is our connection. And that just like with our children, that when you then plant seeds that you saved, you have this deeper commitment to them because you know that they're carrying that information because they have the information of exactly how you water. You know, do you water by hand? Do you water the sprinkler? They, they have adapted to you. And so then you plant them again and each time. So there's this relational piece that I think, you know, in this time of separation that we're also starved for this feeling of connection and closeness. And I feel like seeds can be one vehicle to not only bring us together through sharing, um, but to help create those legacy moments and that, um, that continuity of experience and connection that, you know, is really heartwarming and, and is revolutionary. Rihanna, thank you for the work that you do and for helping all of us to perhaps see things in a different way. Hmm. Thanks, Rhonda. Thanks for the work you're doing too and for bringing, you know, the bringing women to the forefront. You know, agriculture has been very male dominated for many years, but it was not always like that. You know, traditionally it was the women who were burning the fields or who were gathering and who were tending made, you know, local crops or local ecosystems for food. It, it has been women's work. And 
And there's a place for everyone there. And so I appreciate you bringing to the forefront some of those efforts um, to hopefully empower a new generation who sees themselves in this work, who's saying, I'm a little girl and I wanna go out there because I know where seeds come from and I know how plant, where plants come from. And so I know that I have a place here and I can participate. And I feel like that's what you're doing for the next generations. And I really appreciate that Rhonda, thank you.